0: everybody welcome back to notes from the ivy league Uh, this week i'm chatting with ryan graham a sophomore computer science major and communications minor at the college of st benedict and st john's university ryan has made such an impact in his community that he's even been featured as part of better make room which is former first lady michelle obama's college access campaign so ryan thank you for joining me today no problem thanks for having me of course so i always start off the episode with my guests is sharing their stories because I think that's so powerful so do you mind sharing your story with us
1: absolutely so my name is Ryan I grew up in Milwaukee Wisconsin to a family of six and we've pretty much been house hopping we haven't really stayed in one spot for a particularly long amount of time at about six I I think it was six or it might have been earlier than that I don't really recall um but I decided to uh move in with my grandma Uh, So, I've been doing that from then to now. Um, And it's still regular contact with my parents. You know, like, my dad lives, you know, in Milwaukee. I see him, like, every day. Um, My mom moved to Atlanta when my oldest brother, who is two grades older than me, um, so when he first started going to high school, um, they decided to move to Atlanta. So, my oldest brother and the other – two other brothers – um, has moved to Atlanta with my mom, so it's just me here, um, living with my grandma, or have been living with my grandma, and then my uh, dad is here as well. Um, but we still have like regular contact. I know it's sort of like a weird kind of relationship dynamic, but like we still talk regularly. It's it's very much so normal and um, not very weird at all for us. Um, so yeah, um, me and my brother, my oldest brother, he uh, he went to. He goes to Georgia State University, and me and him, when we were younger, we always would like to uh, create YouTube videos, and so I got <laughs> first—I got my first iMac when I was, I think, around eight years old, um, and I've always wanted a computer because I went to a, um, a great middle school. Um, the name was Central City Cyber School, um, and so they had these really nice <laughs> MacBook computers, and so I've always wanted a computer for the longest time. Um, and then that was around the time that they had a lot of like computer game advertisements on TV. And then, um, I had a Club Penguin website. Um, so my (laughs) first paycheck that I got was, um, from Club Penguin. I was about 10 years old. Um, and it's because I just had like a website that like updated if a new puffle came out or I don't know, something like that, a new Igloo item for your Igloo, you know? So, um, (laughs) very ambitious, um. It was only hundred dollars, but it was a lot to me because I was like, mm-hmm. um, yes, yeah, so I was always a good s- student. Um, I knew that I wanted to do computer science because um, I love computers so much and um, I couldn't see myself. I was all, I'm always on my computer, even to this day. Um, mm-hmm. And I just couldn't see myself doing anything other than at the to that involves a computer. So I decided computer science. And um, that's the route that I'm taking now in college. But when I was in high school, um, that's sort of around the time that people started getting, like, their first jobs and, you know, their first responsibilities coming into life, sort of. Mm -hmm. Um, And I didn't have a job my first year of high school. But my second year of high school, it was this program that my friend was a part of. Um, And it started in 2014. So that was my freshman year, but I didn't join in my freshman year. Um, And my friend told me about it, and she told me that it was like a really nice opportunity um, and that I would get to network with a lot of people. Um, And I don't know what it is about that word, networking, that just attracts me so much or (laughs) attracted me so much, but that's all I needed to hear. Um, (laughs) And so I really see the value in connecting with um, people and professionals, Um, and I did see it when I was so young. Um, So I decided to join a job. Um, The job was Teens Grow Greens. Um, it is a 501c3 nonprofit, um, a local nonprofit in Milwaukee that works to um, educate teenagers and carry them through a nine-month paid internship. Mm-hmm. And they teach teenagers um, life skills, basically, but all pertaining to healthy living, leadership, and entrepreneurship. Um, and I can go into all of that um, a bit later. Um, but I decided to join that, and it was a nine-month internship. And so it starts in February and ends in about, like, October or November or something like that. I don't know. Um, And I joined it, and it was the best thing that I could have done because it really taught me the value of um, community involvement and also just the value of being pushed to do a lot of things that made me um, uncomfortable. Um, and through that, um, my boss – he got an email one day and somebody was asking him if he knew somebody who would be great for, um, this campaign that us cellular wanted to do Mm -hmm. and he recommended me and the campaign was the future of good. And so they work to, um, recognize all the, uh, hard work and um, effort that young people around America are um, putting into whatever they do. Um, and they work to celebrate these students Um, And just, you know, bring to light um, everything that they are doing for their communities. Mm -hmm. And so I was one of um, four selected. And I didn't know what it meant. (laughs) Um, But I did know that they wanted to come to Milwaukee and film me. And so at this point, I'm like, what did I sign up for? (laughs) Um, But they, they came and they filmed me. Um just going throughout my normal day of educating um and they really did like it so much i i i think i'm I have a really unique um way of educating i don't like um I don't like to be taught where I just have to listen mm-hmm. um and so in that respect, I don't like to teach where they just have to listen so um in actuality, I probably only teach about like i don't know sometimes the max probably like thirty minutes, but it's always um intertwined with activities and stuff that requires something of whatever Mm -hmm. audience I'm, you know, giving the presentation for. Um, So in that way, we really, I think, and that's the also the focus of Teens Girl Greens as well, Provide that hands-on learning experience. So just being able to offer that um, I think has really um, made teenagers and um, whoever just watches or receives the lesson um, really take it in and value it. Um, so yeah, so US Cellular came, they filmed the video, and then um, towards the end of the video, or towards the end of the day, they were here for about like eight or nine hours, <laughs> and I had to wake <laughs> up super early, and I don't like waking up early at all, um, <laughs> and towards the end of the video, they announced that they were giving some money to um, Teens Go Greens, mm-hmm. and that was I was, I was so happy about that, because they were allowing us to reach into more neighborhoods and to inspire more teenagers to um, just learn and, and be and grow into some amazing individuals. So I was so happy that they decided to donate money to Teens with Dreams, And then they surprised me <laughs> and they donated a scholarship um, fund in my name, the Ryan Graham Scholarship for Excellence. Mm-hmm. And it's a scholarship worth $3,000 that um, they let me have full control over it. So they only, you know, they, they created it in my name, um, but they let me decide what I wanted it to go towards. Um, and so every year when a team graduates from the Teen Square greens program, um, one of them will be awarded with the Ryan Graham scholarship for excellence. Mm-hmm. And this award stands for um, the youth or the person who really has shown like a lot of just, growth and are passionate about what they do not just when they're at work but when they're outside of work as well so um, in essence that's what the award is and so I get the opportunity to give that out every year um, for the Teens Get Greens organization um, so yeah um, I saved up a lot of money for college um, so what happened was I got accepted to 13 well I, I, I applied to 13 colleges I got accepted to 10 and mm-hmm. um, and when you get, when you apply to colleges in general, I think their message at some point in time starts to sound the same. Yeah. Um, which is, you know, we really want you. Mm-hmm. Um, but for St. Ben's and St. John's, um, I felt like um, that, that connection and that, that ask was more authentic. And it really felt like a two way street. Um, like they wanted me as much as I wanted them. And I think mm-hmm. that's what everybody should seek that's one of the reasons why I picked that. Um, It wasn't my first choice. It wasn't my second choice. It wasn't even my third choice. It was actually the last on the list. Um, But you have to recognize those, um, those, those clues that people are giving you. um, Because Mm -hmm. I think they really do are, I think they really are um, indicative of how the um, college itself will be
0: when you're actually there. Um, Yeah. Um, I mean, that's just really anything in life, you know, like, just going mm-hmm. off of the vibe, going off the energy that, that people give you, if you know, if they're not giving you a hundred percent, why why should you give your a hundred and ten percent? You know, that kind of Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Um and sometimes like it happens like that, like it's unexpected. Like mm-hmm. like you said, you know, your school is last on your on your list, but yeah they, they, there's something to be said about people or institutions that actually care and like demonstrate that. That um, that care that makes makes it so much more worth it, um, yeah, more yeah, worth your time. Yeah,
1: yeah. I had the most amazing um, admission rep. He actually fought um, just so hard for me to, and this was something that you know I didn't even ask of him to do. It's just he really believed in me um, and my story,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: he just really authentically wanted the best for me. So um, he. It's, it's thanks to him that he recommended me for the scholarship, the first-generation scholarship, because I am a first-generation student as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and because of that scholarship provided by um, my institution, CSBSJU, um, I have a full-rise scholarship for all four years. And this scholarship is one that covers room and board, um, tuition, and travel. So oh, wow. it's literally everything is you know it's paid for I took out no loans I have no debt I just finished my first year of college and um it's really great Mm -hmm. (laughs) because I can I I have two jobs on campus um both in admissions and
0: um all of that just goes to me so um yeah who were some people that were really involved in your process and your development that made you want to go to college at all
1: yeah so I I went to um My middle school was actually like kindergarten until eighth grade. So I never Mm -hmm. really, I never really, honestly, I never really knew the difference between like middle school and elementary school. They were all just one thing for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And they were really, they, and you know, they were really serious about getting students to college as well. You know, that's something that has always been just talked about um, from K till whatever. And then I went to a college prep high school Mm -hmm. Um, and so college, I I don't really know where it came from. I just always, it's always been something that I knew that I was going to do. Um, because, um, college does help, especially when you're coming from, um, the worst, uh, the lowest income, the worst zip code in Milwaukee. Mm -hmm. Um, I I live here, you know, and I've been living here. Um, and it is true. We, we really, are the worst zip code in Milwaukee for African-American males to grow up in. And so just being from that, um, I just think college has always been seen as an opportunity to explore. And I think a lot of people in Milwaukee, they grow up, um, they live in one corner um, and they stay in that corner. And so I wanted to explore the room per se and go out um, and do stuff that didn't make me comfortable because Mm -hmm. I realized that and I also think um, just everyone who I've encountered I've gotten something from, and I think they inspired me to go to college because I realize that a lot of people um settle and mm-hmm. you know it's understandable if if you've been beat down for mm-hmm. a majority of your life it's understandable why you would settle um or why that would just feel right at the time um but that that has never been um something that I planned on doing um, so yeah I think that's why I was inspired to really just go to college because I don't want to stick I don't want to stay here I don't want to it's hard to break out of this this chain
0: mm-hmm.
1: um, because it often seems like there's no hope when you're poor um, you have trauma and you have change systematic change holding you back mm-hmm. um, there are often times where it feels like there's no hope but I'm, I'm trying my best to, to get it um, so I, I, I just think, you know, this environment, everyone, I think, you know, obviously my teachers, um, family as well, um, for taking care of me this far. So I think everyone has played like a part in my growth and development.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know, it takes, it takes a village, especially for, um, for people from a background like yours or like mine, where, you know, you don't have the resources, you don't have, um, this or that to help you really, um. You know, what's the word? I don't want to say escape because I. But you know, like mm-hmm. to explore, your, like, explore to go beyond what has been the norm in let let's say in your community or your family or yeah. for, for so long. You know, mm-hmm. um, and I always like to think of it as like try. It's like. Be like coming from a background like you described, and like what I've lived through, I, I like to think of it like um you're trying you're trying to build a space shuttle from scraps and launching into orbit.
1: Yes, <laughs> like that, that's what
0: that's what it feels like. Like I, I'm, I'm just like reflecting back. I'm I'm just like I did so many things that weren't necessarily the most refined or the you know. I guess most direct way, but I just use what I I used what I what I had and the resources that I had. Um, put that spaceship of hope together and I like I pressed the launch button and thankfully um, I made it out because you know intergenerational poverty and trauma that 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 can be that has such a strong gravitational pull mm-hmm. um, that This yeah, is like a this great is,
1: metaphor like, by the way. Yeah, oh, thank
0: <laughs> you. I mean it has such a strong gravitational pull that um, that like you said like for so many people it's so easy to just like give in to that mm-hmm. to to that and just to stay where it where it wants you to. Yeah. Um, for our listeners this is our first Ryan and I this is our first conversation. Um, We've never spoken before, really, aside from like scheduling this conversation. But one thing I've I've already picked up on on you, Ryan, is that it seems like you're way more proactive and you you're more intentional about uh, intentional about how you want to be involved in organization, your goals. Um, So do you have any can you give us any insight or any advice on how to maybe either awaken that part of ourselves or to just keep that part going? Um. I, just, I didn't know I had it until I did
1: it, honestly. Mm-hmm. So I think my advice is just do it and see how you feel about it and where it takes you. I mean, the only reason that I, I, um, I'm giving so much back to the Teens World Greens organization, both as a, um, I, well, I now work as an education manager. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, my responsibilities are pretty much the same, um, creating curriculum, revising curriculum, teaching the curriculum. Um, as well as everything else that inv- I really wear like every hat possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I think, you know, it's, it's just, it's something that you have to do and something that you have to do with an open mind um, and an open mind. I mean, you have to know that you don't know everything and you have to know that there is always room for growth. Mm-hmm. Um, but the one thing that you have to have, I think is passion um, because it's, by no means is what I do easy. Um, I come home from work every day, and I did even when I was a student and a teacher um, at the same time in high school. I, I come home from work every day, and I'm exhausted. You know, I, I mm-hmm. go to school from eight till four, four thirty. I go to work. I get off at seven, and it's just you know that that whole four thirty to seven. I'm teaching, so I go from learning to teaching um mm-hmm. and it's and it's very stressful because it's not it's not as easy as it sounds. It's not just a one two done type of process because you really mm-hmm. do have to prepare your lessons and you have to make sure that you're doing everything you can to prepare these young people to be the leaders that Milwaukee needs um, mm-hmm. and I don't teach common curriculum, I don't teach math science, I teach life skills um so just having to I think that's a whole different curriculum structure for teaching life skills because you have to have stuff that is applicable that will happen more likely than, I don't know, like a math problem that they try to make (laughs) applicable Mm -hmm. in the real world. Um, It's, it's, you know, these are really things like the other day I gave a lesson on how do you publicly speak and how do you give a formal presentation, you know, so, and how do you network with people? Um, so these are really things that are tangible that they will be doing um, through the organization and through the rest of their life. Um, but mm-hmm. it's, it's by no means um, just easy. And I think just the only advice that I would have is um, get involved and try not to do what's always the most comfortable, um, mm-hmm. I think the the spot for growth is when it fears, when you feel fear from it. You know, I, I didn't necessarily per se. I joined a uh, public speaking class last semester. Um, and even though I've had experience with public speaking, it's just that anxiety, that fear will never go away.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: I was hesitant about joining the public speaking class. But I thought, because I'm so hesitant, I'm going to join it. Um, and that's pretty much been my approach throughout my first year of college. I've I've done so much stuff that I would have never done simply because I would never do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's just the mentality that, that I have. And it's just um, something that I feel. And I wish everybody could see things like that. But I know it's sort of like, a, it's <laughs> as you were saying, it's not typical. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very hard to, constantly be at war with yourself (laughs) Um, yeah, almost every day. Um, So I wouldn't recommend it, actually. (laughs) But it is a spot for growth. And so I think if you just do that in moderation, um, you'll be fine. I do it all the time. Mm -hmm. But if if you do it in moderation, I think um, people will be fine. And I think it's just something that you have to go through and learn. Um, There Mm -hmm. isn't really like a a cheat code or an antidote or anything I can really give you um, to prepare you for um, or to help you find a passion. It's just something that you have to authentically discover.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And really, like, I think, I think everybody has this voice in the back of their mind where, where it's like, where they hear so- about something or something cool that they want that they might want to do, or they learn that this certain career path or hobby exists, mm-hmm. and but they don't listen to it. Like they don't, they don't, they don't, they don't listen to it and ex- decide to explore it more because it might be uncomfortable or, or it might be unconventional for like where they where they are right now in life. Um, but yeah, I, I I just think that if people listen to that voice like of curiosity a little bit more, um, they will they will see more benefits than anything and for me an an example of that is this podcast right Mm -hmm. like i was like oh you know i i'm kind of nervous because like how am i how am i going to sound how how does it look like you know but i just decided to do it because you know i wanted to create something i wanted to put something out there um and just learning along the way i think that i really think that's like the best way humans learn is just Mm -hmm. we learn through doing things um which is why going back to your point about teaching practical things to to young people um, is that I think humans learn by doing so much that now with like the age of technology and just the view of how I guess traditional education has been like slowly to be like revealed as like not necessarily working we're like where the model where <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> yeah you know, the the model of direct instruction like of a teacher standing in front of a classroom with a book like that's not that, that doesn't work anymore yeah um, and it's i I think that young people aren't necessarily lazy because they in speaking with them they really want to know these things they really want to know life things mm-hmm. skills that can make them successful it's just that a lot of people are being rigid they're not they and they don't want to change with the times and Mm -hmm. um like all all these things but yeah young people they're not they're not lazy it's just that their bs meter is so good yeah (laughs) and now they they have google they have like an entire encyclopedia in the palm of their hand Mm -hmm. or on a computer like that education is not just funneled through a singular person now so you have to you have to give them things that they can, um, really use in life, like, yep. like tax, like taxes should be taught. How to do taxes that should be taught in school. Yeah. I think home ec should be brought back, like woodworking, like shop class should be brought back. I think all of those things, all of those vocational things, not necessarily because everyone needs to go down those paths, but because knowing skills brings confidence and it, like, and you you, like, this is random. No one knows how to build a birdhouse anymore, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> and like that used you, to be the thing, right? <laughs> like over time, like stores that get like that sell raw material goods that you could shape and create. Like those stores have been fading out of existence. Like I I remember a time when you could go to Walmart, any Walmart, not just the select few, but any any like large grocery store and they would have fabric. They have a fabric section. Yeah, because people still made their own clothing, or people still did X Y Z with fabric, mm-hmm. and that has faded away. Um, and now we're being more reliant on companies and industries to do things for us. Um, that because they, they think oh computers are the future, computers are the future, which they are. But we can also can't forget that most of the shopping is and most of like interactions in life are through people and are in person yeah um yeah that sorry that was like a little rant on on education no Um, i mean it's
1: totally important
0: (laughs) and i think you did
1: touch um on sort of like the importance of uh, creativity as well um and -hmm. and just being able to to pull your inner resources and um create um what's not always
0: seen okay what is something that you think of that keeps you motivated during During your highs and lows, ups and downs?
1: Yeah. So I had a lot of lows in college. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, I describe it as, I mean, college, I think for everybody, um, I would like to speak to everybody, but some it, it may not apply to, but I think that your worries in college aren't, or they shouldn't necessarily sometimes, they're often not always academic. Um, There's sometimes they are personal. Um, Sometimes they are just figuring out how life works and how people work and how you work um, when you're alone and have to do things alone and by yourself. And so it's just, it was a lot of lows for me um, Mm -hmm. mentally in college. Um, You know, nothing to do with academics, but everything to do with just, life <laughs> uh, and I think one thing that kept me motivated uh, I don't know this might not be a good answer but like whenever I would get like bored or whatever I would look on um, I would go to Google and I would uh, <laughs> I would look up some jobs that were like in relation to computer science so you know software developing web developer um, API you know mobile app all of that mm-hmm. stuff um and I will just read about it read about some of the jobs so the actual job listing so some of the requirements some of the duties um, mm-hmm. the salary as well that's a very big motivator <laughs> <laughs> um, and then just recently I started um, I started looking up like YouTube videos of just just I don't know I've been just trying to involve myself with um, the field in general so looking up some Uh, YouTube tutorials that relate to computer science or just some daily vlogs by people who have a computer science degree and just how they're living their life. Um, Mm -hmm. I think one of my biggest motivators is just seeing other people happy. Um, And that just inspires me to seek happiness myself. Um, So I think that's really like the the biggest motivator for me. Um, The thing that I go to um, when I need it the most, it's just seeing happiness in other people.
0: Okay. Yeah, I mean that's that's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it um, is. It's necessary too. Yeah. <laughs> um. Well, like Ryan, like I, I really enjoyed our conversation. Um. Thank you. Yeah. I enjoyed it too. Yeah. yeah uh, and I, I just think that the the work you're, you're doing, and we'll continue to do is. Uh, so, so vital to, to your community, but also just like future generations. And um, yeah, like I, I, I can't wait to see what, what happens next. And for everyone listening, as always, you can always find links in the description of the podcast. And um, thank you for listening.